0: Welcome to the Bears Coaches Show this evening with Head Coach Matt Nagy, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock here tonight on News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Coach Nagy with us until the bottom of the hour, and then we'll be joined by Offensive Coordinator Bill Lazor. Matt, congratulations on the big win at Soldier Field. In the NFC North, always important, 10-point win over the Lions, and congrats on your 30th regular season win. Those things don't matter, but it's a mile post, you know, so I got to give you that. And uh, I had your post game locker room we did on the on the TV show last night on Bears Game Night Live on Fox thirty two Chicago, and uh, I just felt you were emotional, uh, not in the rah rah like oh man look what we did, but it was it was reserved. I think you guys came through a lot, and so did you. Would that be fair to no, say? I,
1: I, absolutely, and and I think you know that was a. Getting through that, uh, that last week, I think our guys understood that we, we rallied together, um, and it was important for us having a division game at home to get back on track. And so all the credit goes to the players for just really stepping up in and, and, and all three phases, like we said yesterday. Um, and when you see it on tape, it confirms it. You know, the energy, the guys flying around, the finish. Uh, in particular, you know, I thought that the offensive line, the tight ends, the wide receivers, the the way the running backs ran the football, like that's that's what it's all about, and it makes life a lot easier on third down. Albeit we weren't great, it made it a lot easier to not live in those third and longs. And so, a lot of good things to pull from it. And now uh, we got to make sure that we you know we follow that up with another performance like that. Yeah, uh,
0: people were giving me a hard time because I used the word hangry to describe what I wanted the Bears to be on Sunday at Soldier Field, hungry and angry, hangry. You know, yeah, uh, and that's yeah. exactly how you guys looked.
1: No, it was and, and it's a mindset and a mentality. Uh the players took it head on. Uh they were they were that way, I'd say, to and and they didn't just start that way for a drive or two. They 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 really kept it to the very end. I mean, you see it, Jeff, on tape offensively, you see it uh at the end of the game, and then we were able to get in, in U victory formation. The defense being able to be so great in the red zone to have those goal goal to goes. To have them come away with no points, to get the takeaway—you felt that swarm, you felt these guys flying around, and uh, they, you know, they they stayed patient with it. So in the end, when you hold them to fourteen and you score twenty-four, you have a chance to win.
0: No, one of five in the red zone—the uh, incredible aspect of being one of four in the goal to go situations—and they get seven points out of that. You know, Jim Schwantz in our post-game show was talking about it. Yeah, in this era, teams can move the ball between the twenties, but it gets a whole lot difficult and you really make your mark as a football team and people get all cringed when you hear bend, no break, but Hey, that's what you have to do. If you want to be a good defense.
1: Yeah. Because you're, you're eliminating points off the scoreboard. And especially when they go for it on fourth down, that's the other part, you know, um, fourth down for us, we we've done a good job of of making teams pay when they do go for it. uh, And that's a part of it. But again, all three phases, our special teams did a great job too. I felt it on the sideline. You can see it couple things here and there, but for the most part, when we put three phases together, which and this was the first time in four games we did that, uh, you're going to have a chance to win every game. It doesn't mean you're going to, but you're going to have a chance and we did that.
0: All right. The I word now has popped up and you know what that is, identity, right? So this yeah. is what you're always seeking, but you, you feel you came out of this, what you believe is an identity for this football team, but keeping in mind, it's a flexible identity. That's right. I
1: think that's the key Jeff is that it is flexible and it's, 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 game by game. It's matchup by matchup. But what we all agreed about in the beginning of the week last week, after we went through everything was win, lose, or draw, whatever happens, let's be able to come out of this thing and say, we at least did it with, with trying to have an identity. If you can do that, you can, you can really be a lot more comfortable understanding that, that, you won or you lost. And yesterday we won. So when you have an identity and you win and you play as a three phase football team, that's a good feeling. So now the, the great teams keep that going regardless of who they're playing. And so that's going to be the challenge this week.
0: And, and and for you, does it allow you in terms of how you guys handled things offensively yesterday from a coaching point of view to see the bigger picture and how did that feel again?
1: It, it does. And it felt great. Um, I think you mentioned it to me last night, and, and just this morning too. You know, you for me, uh, I was really able to connect with that defense um, and and listen to the headset with Sean and a lot more detailed as to what's going on. Timeouts was you know situational football with timeouts challenges. Um, there was there was plays that I saw yesterday with that. For instance, the one catch that A. Rob had um, where he toe tapped and got it in. I I knew he caught the ball. I knew it was two feet in. Well, what we were able to do was I was standing right there so I could see it. My, my, and, and so knowing that we went fast and we made them challenge it and they burned a timeout in the second half, which is crucial. So like little things like that, I was able to see uh, be down there with the special teams and then of course be there for the offense in certain ways, went wherever I need to. So it felt good to be able to do that. I, I felt like it made me a better head coach, and I thought Bill did a, a wonderful job yesterday.
0: You know, the offensive line and the blocking in general, we, we could go through so many individual plays in the game. We don't have the time to do it, but I mean, wide receivers, all your tight ends, JP as a fullback, all had a hand in the blocking. I mean, Darnell Mooney's chopping a six foot five, 260 pound defensive end, Bryant, you know, in the game, and, and Allen Robinson. I mean, talk about being selfless I mean he's targeted three times but you asked him to throw some important blocks but the O line in general I said you know have this be the day they be the reason
2: mm-hmm. and did
0: you guys go I we talked to Cody Whitehair after the game he kind of insinuated that, that 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 conversation happened that maybe you guys went to the hey you guys be the reason I don't know if that happened you can give some clarity on that but when an offensive line is asked to be a reason I think yeah. the game changes.
1: Well, these guys are very prideful, and they, they know, again, um, they know what we can be, and we, we felt like, hey, again, beginning of the week we're going to talk about how we get better, and, and a big part of that is through the run game, and, and everything starts run and pass with the O-line. If you don't have protection, you can't throw. If you, if you can't run, run block, you can't run. It's pretty simple. So when you can do both, um, it's, it's special. And I thought yesterday the offensive line, um, they deserved a lot of credit for the mentality of stepping up for the very first play of the game. When David cut back to the left and you see the entire offensive line in particular, 71, Jason Peters just completely washed down the left side of the line and allowed David to cut back. And we got, we got nine yards on the very first play. That's a really good feeling when you can get nine yards on first and 10. So um, it started there and it ended in the, in the four minute being able to, to chew up, clock and then, then we finished it off with Justin making a great throw to to A-Rob they Had the penalty and so it was just a team effort uh, even to the very end when, when we punted the ball and they jumped all sides you know that was, Tabes did a great job of having that set up to try to get them to jump off and what do you know they jumped off so it was one of those days and it feels good to have that
0: One safety deep takes the snap looking to throw against a four man rush plenty of time arches back, Moody's free, down the field got it inside the 50 to the 40 can he break the tackle he does, gets right Dodging Dacklers to the 26-yard line, 63 yards, Fields to Mooney. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, and it's brought to you by Whipfleet CPAs and consultants a proud partner of your Chicago Bears. Learn more at whipfleet.com. Jeff Joniak, Matt Nagy, you heard the throw and the highlight of Justin Fields and a beauty stretch in the field. Darnell Mooney, break it down for us, buddy.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty cool play, and got to give Justin a lot of credit. He saw the defense come down post-snap. He, he trusted his progression, and he was able to, to hit Mooney on that circle post. And, um, you know, it starts with the line with the protection. He had great protection and then Justin stayed in time and on rhythm. And uh, uh, he he was able to take a three-step hitch and throw and Mooney, Mooney and and Justin were on the same wavelength, you know, Mooney hit that, hit that nod. And then he went vertical upfield. He stayed away from that field safety and Justin knew that and threw it to a spot on time. And Justin didn't put too much air on it. And he didn't just throw a laser. It was a nice number two ball that we call it. Mooney made a great catch, uh, uh, broke that one tackle, and, 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 and then made some yards after the catch. So they were connecting yesterday, and that's neat to see.
0: What's a number two ball, if I may ask? Are you at Liberty? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, so a number one would be when you throw like a laser. A number three would be when you throw like a lollipop real high where it touches the clouds. A number two is
0: in between. Very nice. Hey, you know what? You got to have slots. You have to You have to do it in many different ways, in many, many different ways, no doubt that's about right. it. You know, Justin says he was in a different headspace uh, for this one, and given the adversity of a week ago, and you've mentioned it about the special ability to bounce back uh, no matter what, um, that's a quality not every player, certainly not every quarterback, can command.
1: Justin deserves a lot of credit for being able to bounce back from that. And I think his, his mindset is, is rare uh, for, for somebody as young as he is, but it also speaks to who he's been and why he's where he's at right now is because of that. Uh, again, I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's only fair to to let Justin and everybody else understand that, Hey, we could have helped him out better that first uh, against Cleveland. And we, we, we made it, you know, our job to do that as coaches this week to make things feel um, better for him. And I, I, you know, he said that to you yesterday, and uh, he felt that way during the week of practice, and I think it reflected on game day.
0: I don't know if you saw it yet, but there's a great still shot of him on the bench. He's sitting in a relaxed position like this after the game, like, you know, a, a job well done, and he's probably soaking in what just happened, given what occurred the week before, and you just wonder what he was thinking at that moment.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. No, I, I haven't seen that yet, but I can, I can kind of visualize it and, especially when he puts that smile on, you know, we love when he's smiling and, and he he's work he works so hard uh, to get to that point. And, you know, the other thing too, Jeff is you'll see it on tape when you watch it. I'm sure you've seen it, but at the end of the game there, when we're in four minute, I mean, he's running down the sideline with tight ends uh, on the Detroit sideline after a handoff and, and, and being there just in case there's a fumble or blocking, et cetera. I mean, That's rare. That's different. And I think it just shows, you know, he's helping guys up after they get tackled. Like you don't see that very often. He did that. Well,
0: I I forgot frankly about the strip sack uh, Harris had on him and he goes and gets the, I mean, that's twice now, but I forgot about that. That's not a small thing. That's a big deal. You don't want him to get hurt though, but that's not, that's, that's not a small thing.
1: Well, it's his reactionary, you know, he's so reactionary and, it's like he, he was laying on the ground after he got hit and then he saw the ball kind of fumbling and he just popped up and went running for it. And then he's such a natural athlete. He just scooped it up and then got tackled. But that was a huge part of the game.
0: And so where will you uh, take this quarterback uh, thing this week?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we know that um, with, with Andy right now, he's working through his, his injury. And so the next couple of days here today, tomorrow, will give us a good idea as, as to where he's at. And then when we get to Wednesday, we'll have a, I think we'll have a strong feeling as to, as to where he's at health-wise. And then we got to go ahead and, and see what, what that percentage is to make that decision.
0: This league is – it'll hum, humble you in a second. And, and it did again yesterday because you're feeling good. David Montgomery just killing it yesterday. That nine-yard touchdown run is as good as it gets. You know, th- this team loves David Montgomery, period, end of story. And then he gets, then he gets the knee.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's such a, because it's easy to love somebody when they care so much about others more than themselves. And I think he's, he's as selfless as it gets. All the guy wants to do is win. He doesn't care if he has 20 carries for 60 yards, he just wants to win. And so, um, you know, we just got to see where he's at and everything obviously that to, to hurt himself is, is tough. You hate to see that. Um, but he, he has, a, he has a great spirits and, um, you know he can still be a leader, and we'll see where that goes. But man, he's he's having a heck of a start of the season,
0: and a good job by Damian Williams as well. Uh, he got dinged up a little bit, but hopefully that's good because uh, this that's a good one-two punch. I mean, as you know, nowadays it looks like that's uh, that's the running back uh, backfield du jour in the league. You got some rare exceptions out there, but to have two is is helpful, no doubt.
1: And and Damian's done a wonderful job too of being able to understand kind of. Uh, his role and, and they, they've built a phenomenal relationship. They taught, they've been teaching Khalil Herbert a lot of great stuff. So it's a, it's you know that that was one of our our um, you know running back room was was somewhere where we had a lot of depth and now you know we see where it's at. But again, we have a lot of trust in Damien as well.
0: Snap, play fake. Nope, they hand it off. Montgomery cutting inside, dodging one tackler, still on his feet as he rumbles and he's in to the end zone for the touchdown. That's all, David Montgomery. That is second effort, nine yards. Far side of the end zone. Touchdown Bears. Come watch the Bears game at Sal's Pizza Pub and Sports in Lombard this Sunday at this week's official Miller Lite Chicago Bears watch party. Visit Chicago com slash fanzone slash watch parties. For more info, David Montgomery is second touchdown run in a twenty four fourteen win over the Detroit Lions. I believe now. 10 touchdowns in his last nine games, Matt, and five 100-yard efforts in his last 10 games. Um, You'd love to keep that momentum going. We'll see what the injury is. But, again, that touchdown run uh, was symbolic of what the whole day was. When you start a game with a three tight end set and a one back, and and I think you went tight end on 29 multiple tight end snaps in the 57. I mean, that's a mentality you were going to have on this day. Yeah, that,
1: that's, that's exactly right. And and that's, uh, that mentality is a part of it. And that run that you're talking about, you know, David goes ahead and he, he makes that first guy miss and then he gets to, uh, to about the five yard line. And now it's just a, just a bunch of, just a bunch of guys, big guys in there. And just the legs are turning. The guys are in there, like you said, Mooney and James and, and um, you know, and just all the old linemen pushing it. And for five yards, they just push the pile in there. And I think, that was kind of the mentality that we had going into yesterday. And and uh, when you can get a run from the nine-yard line for for a touchdown, those are always beautiful.
0: I think you had nine, nine-plus-yard carries, and you got the explosives, and that allowed you to get first downs, move the chains, 20 first downs overall, and some really good work done across the board. All right, we got to talk defense. Now, I don't know if you realize this, but the Bears lead the NFL in sacks.
1: Yeah, no, well, I feel it, and I do realize it, because I think right now when you put on the tape and you see what those guys are doing – that front seven, um, that's that's what we love. I mean, between ninety four and fifty two off the edge, that D line up front, the, the linebackers flying around, different games and stunts. Um, that, I love it, and and that's uh, that's a great stat to have because what that's going to do is help out that back end. And then now that they know that you, you know you're putting pressure front seven on the quarterback, now the DBs are able to go play fast and do some things. So, uh, continue to get takeaways and turnovers, but those sacks are game changers.
0: Akeem goes out on the first snap on a groin, but the other 60-some snaps, the defense did what it did. Uh, yeah, a little bit of run in the, in the beginning of the game with, uh, with Jamal Williams, but the bend, no break, stop and plays, making clutch uh, stops in the passing game as, as well as the running game and getting to, to Goff. Uh, how significant it is to, again, maybe be without him a while that those guys were able to step in and still play at a high level.
1: Yeah, so you know, Akeem is is such a big part of of our defense, and he's such a big man that that, he, that offense has got to know where he's at on every play. Uh, I mean, even on the play that he got hurt, the first play, I mean, he made a great play on the running back, and you feel that it's a vicious tackle. It's a it's just vicious because he's such a you know large human being and plays with such intensity. So, um, well, you know, we'll see where that goes, but. Uh, it, it's other guys got to step up, and, and that's what, you know, we do have depth at that defensive line, and we got some young guys too. So Coach Rumpf will do a good job of getting them right. Coach Desai will put them in the right spots. And then other guys got to step up to help out. That's a, that's a big loss uh, with Keem
0: when he's not in the game. No question about it. Eddie Goldman, so you watch the tape, what would you see? Yeah,
1: again, he, he played about 34, 35 snaps, and I think it was really good for him just to be able to get into that football shape again. And, you know, Eddie, I, I've said it since I've been here, Eddie probably more than any player in the NFL is one of the more underrated players that makes plays without making plays. You understand? You know what I mean? So he, he's out there making plays by maybe getting double teamed or create, making somebody step up or run a certain way. And now, now a guy gets a tackle. And uh, I think yesterday, the biggest thing for us was, and for him was number one, his health, his conditioning, and then just being a good teammate out there, which he is. So that's very, very important. And uh, uh, I thought he did a great job.
0: Alec Ogletree killed it yesterday. I mean, I think he had 10 solo tackles. I don't know what you guys have him for, as a staff, but out of the 12, 10 were solo stops in that big play. It probably prevented a touchdown, getting his hand up there and uh, the vertical leap to, to, to get in the path of the, of the pass that Goff had clearly set for DeAndre Swift.
1: Yeah, that was huge. I mean, there, if there's one guy, you know, that, 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 I mean, there was a, there was a bunch yesterday, but the 44 kept popping out all over the place and making big plays too. And so, I think we might have had him down as as around 13 or 14 tackles, one tackle for loss, a pass breakup, which you just talked about. That pass breakup is, is huge. I mean, he, he's so long levered that, like when the ball came up, he just he got just enough on it to tip it because that might have been a touchdown. And you felt him all over the place, whether it was tackles, whether it was you know playing a guy in man coverage, but he was everywhere, and that, that was huge.
0: All right. Raiders next. They're playing tonight against the Chargers. Uh, so you'll be watching that one. I'm sure uh, their offense is uh, really playing at a high level in the passing game.
1: Yeah, they're, they got, you know, um, have, have so much respect for Derek Carr. Uh, he's a heck of a quarterback. He's playing at an elite level right now. Uh, you know, the, having that tight end Waller there and, uh, and, and Morrow and then the running backs and the speed that they have at wide receiver. So, all in all, you know, that offensive line coach is doing a great job with them. They're playing with a ton of confidence. Um, and and I think right now, you know, to be a team that's undefeated, they got a game tonight, like you said, will be important to watch it. But that's going to be a huge challenge for us. And so it's going to be about us sticking together and trying to put another three-phase game together.
0: All right, enjoy your week of prep. We'll talk to you down the road. Appreciate your time.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. See
0: Snap is back. Good protection if Eddie holds up, going deep down the right side. And Mooney, over the shoulder adjustment, makes the catch inside the five-yard line. Bears are going to be first in goal. Great adjustment by Mooney. Terrific throw away from the defender by Fields. Select single-game Bears tickets are available. Cheer on your Monsters of the Midway live at Soldier Field this season. Visit chicagobears.com slash tickets for more information. Back on the Bears Coaches Show, we welcome in our guest this week, Offensive Coordinator Bill Lazor. Bill, congratulations on the win. Terrific job. Uh, let's start breaking it down beginning with a Darnell Mooney connection with fields. So we heard the earlier 64 yarder, and this was that sideline throw uh, a terrific well-placed ball by and the adjustment, the adjustment by Darnell to make that happen. But the decision there by, by Justin to make that play uh, part of the big picture uh, success of the day. Well, I, I
2: thought we, we did a nice job of, of uh, playing aggressively on the outside that they, they've, the guys went into the game feeling good about the matchups with the DBs and uh, obviously Justin uh, trusted them and and took some shots. Uh, I think it it helped uh, really help, you know, change the field on some of some of those drives for us. And uh, it was really huge and we were able to get those things done on first and second down, which is, which is really big, you know, uh, as far as being able to protect and, and play action a little bit. So I, we felt like it, it, uh, we were hoping we would get some of those balls down the field and it, it turned out. Season
0: high in points and yards for the bears. Uh, a couple key words that you and Matt and Justin after the game had repeated throughout the course of the week. Uh, and that was rhythm. Did you have it yesterday? Well, I think I think when
2: you're when you're not getting the third down very often it feels a lot better and I think we all felt that you know we were able to make first first downs running the ball uh more than than we had some and and we weren't getting the third down a lot so uh, I think those, uh, you know, some of those drives felt felt really good for the guys because they they felt like as as the drive went on, they we got stronger. So I, I think everyone felt that.
0: Yeah, and I certainly love that right from the first snap, you go one back, three tight ends, and a bunch of tight end, multiple tight end formations, and run of the ball. The end result was fantastic in, in terms of production. But I mean, it was a mentality, wasn't it, to get real real physical up there because everybody blocked in this one.
2: Well, someone told me a long time ago that the effort of the players is what wins games. And I thought that was on display and, and it showed up in the passing game also. But, but certainly there were plenty of great clips from the run game where it was the effort of our players uh, and their willingness and enjoyment being physical that, that uh, showed up. And I, I think they had fun. I think that they have fun when they watch that on tape together, too.
0: Yeah, you know, receivers. You'd think that sometimes you'd have to talk them into the idea of hey, you're gonna you're gonna block maybe today more than you're gonna. But you know, this is a different group of guys. And, and beginning with Allen, Allen is a professional through and through, and uh, he did a ton of blocking. And you're seeing Darnell chopping down Austin Bryant, a six five, two hundred sixty pounder, giving him a cup block. I mean, that's fun too for these guys. I'd imagine. Uh, obviously, the payoff is the big catches, but those little things give you a very prideful approach uh, for everybody involved when you rush for a, almost 190 yards?
2: Well, it, p- part of being successful is, is the willingness of everybody to sacrifice and not everyone's doing exactly what they want on every play. Uh, but if guys buy into it and they work for each other and then, you know, take pride in the fact that when, when, their teammates see them out there uh, sacrificing for each other, uh, it just, it just adds to the whole group. And so I, I think when, when, when you're in the locker room after the game, uh, guys are smiling and high fiving, and they, they they realize that they did it for each other. And again, it's it's the effort of the players that, that made the difference today or I, yesterday. You
0: know, yeah, you know, y- you saw it coming too in terms of Justin because you indicated you know when you're at your news conference last week with the media on Thursday that the practice made made you feel like okay, this is this is going to be interesting. I'm I'm paraphrasing what you said, but you liked how Justin approached the practice.
2: Yeah. And I thought, I thought it showed up on, on, on game day. I thought the, the procedure was, was pretty good. I mean, you know, you, you rarely come out with, with perfection, uh, but everything down to um, the time we were breaking the huddle during the four minute drive and when we were snapping the ball. So we were using every second on the clock all those little things matter. And, and none of them is, is a, a huge deal, but when you add them all up, it's a lot that a, that a QB has to do on game day. And um I, just, just like we talked about, I thought we, we thought during during the practice, we Justin's procedure and all the little things were were really sharp, and that translated to game day. So we're, we're excited about that.
0: Receiver that. to the right is Robinson. Left side, good one. Snap, play fake, field looking to throw, going deep down the right side. He's got Robinson inside the twenty for a first down. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. Joining us is Offensive Coordinator Bill Lazor. Back with you until eight o'clock tonight as we break down the Bears' win over the Detroit Lions. Uh, that that throw and catch to Robinson. Uh, please break one down for us because that that was beautiful front and end. Well. A couple things that, that showed up.
2: First of all, I don't think anyone is is surprised to see to see Allen Robinson make that kind of catch because we know he, he's you know he's obviously able. He's a big man. He'll, he'll reach up for the football like he did. Uh, contested plays, I, you know, obviously have been have been his specialty over time. Uh, the, the thing that showed up with it that you know sometimes you don't know until you until you see it was just uh, Justin's trust, you know, to put it in that small window for him. And then also obviously his ability to get it there. And so between the two of them, I mean, would've, would've, it was just a heck of a play. And at that moment, I think gave great momentum to the offense.
0: Those big plays, right? I mean, he, he talked about that before the season even began. That's what he went into his off season mode was the ability to, to crank, try and create more explosive plays, whether that working on his own speed and quickness out of his breaks and and that really is the key to, to actually, you know, it's very difficult to do these long drives, so those big chunks make a big
2: difference. Yeah, I think I think we had uh, I think we had five yep. passes over twenty, you know, and, and they were all uh, first and second down plays, you know, where where you know the defense maybe isn't necessarily in that all out past rush mode right now, and and you can add a little play action at times to it. So I think all five of those plays really helped turn the tide in this game. They flipped the field and gave us momentum to go score. Uh,
0: Justin was under center a bunch. How did that make him feel versus playing in the Cleveland game, and uh, did that make a difference? What was the thinking behind that?
2: Well, I I think the center versus shotgun, that's a decision we kind of make. Uh, going into each game because we have the ability to do both there's always a mix of of the two going into the plan and, and sometimes as the game starts to play out uh despite you know how much you th- how, what you thought the ratio would be sometimes it's working a certain way and so and certainly the under center runs were working early so that, that kind of lent itself to to keep going in that direction but i as far as Justin goes, I think he has the ability to do both. You know, I think he, he there's a different rhythm to being under center than there is from the gun. And on certain plays, probably quarterbacks like that rhythm, so it helps them time it up. But uh, he, he's shown us the ability to do both. And uh, we have enough to be able to react during the game if we need to. And so I, I think we had a pretty good mix.
0: And, and owning the snap count at a home game is a, a big difference as well for a, a court, especially a rookie quarterback in this case. Did you, did you feel that also? Uh, cause he's in command of that one right there. Did that make an yeah, impact? I think, yeah, I think,
2: I it, think it helped. Like we talked about the whole, the whole procedure, all the different things he had to do. Um, it probably helped him be able to be in, in control with, with his voice a little bit in this game. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think you know I'm, I'm up in in the box watching it during the game, but but even from up there, usually you can tell if things when things get off or, or if, if we're crisp. And I had the, the sense that we were pretty crisp.
0: He also after the game said he appreciated just the the interaction with you uh, in his ear and the calmness. And this is a calm guy, so you know he, he's it's just really interesting to hear him talk that way. Uh, do you think that was a, a, a very good aspect for him to, to hear that and, and, and get the game going in the right direction, right from the first drive of the game?
2: Well, you, you have to ask him, I guess, or have, have him elaborate on it. I can't speak for him. I think when I watched, watched him uh, during the game, I mean, you saw a guy that really doesn't get rattled, a guy that, that handles himself right. Um, I, I think that gives confidence to his teammates when, when he appears to be under control. You know, each guy's different in how, how he approaches the game. But I think I think we've we've all got a pretty good view now of of this this being a poised guy out
0: there. All right, let's talk David Montgomery because everybody's uh, just sick about it. Uh, hopefully, it's not a long term thing. But this guy, you know, you can make a case that. Uh, well, I told him a couple weeks ago. You know, are you comfortable with the idea? That you're one of the faces of this franchise right now, and uh, because of his love of the game, his desire, his teammates. Want to play for him? They want. They all talk about wanting to block for David. He's really, you know, as as Ryan has referred to players, multiplier. He's a multiplier.
2: Well, he he's 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 got a spirit about him uh, that that is contagious, you know, and and the the toughness. I mean, it certainly feels like and looks like he's he's got this this certain nose for the end zone. You know, when you get in the red zone, it's it's uh, it's fun to watch him go and. Yeah, we're we're hoping for the best and hoping hoping to have him back as as soon as possible, Um, you know. And that's part part of football when you when you lose someone who means so much to you for whatever amount of time it's going to be, you have to just take the approach. Hey, not only are we looking for a back, right, a running back to pick it up to replace him, but okay. Now the rest of you also have to pick it up. I mean, you, David isn't someone you, you replace with one guy. It's going to take everybody picking their game up uh, to try to make up as best we can for, for whatever amount of time you might not be there. Welcome back
0: to the bears coaches show with offensive coordinator, bill laser, more of Matt Nagy coming up in moments. As we look ahead, uh, we'll talk about the Raiders in just a moment with bill. They're playing tonight as we speak against the LA chargers at SoFi stadium. One of my favorite plays in the game, was the wildcat with Williams and Herbert in the backfield? Uh, didn't know what was going to happen, and here you got it. Winds up, all three had a, a hand in it, and Herbert winds up being a lead back uh, for Montgomery. How did you like that play?
2: Well, we we all obviously like the result of it, yeah. but it, <laughs> when you when you when you're able to do kind of some fun things like that, uh, where you get multiple backs together. Uh, even when you start practicing those kind of things, I think the guys have fun with it, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's really a neat room that running back room with the guys that we have. And, and, and when they're out there blocking for each other and playing for each other, I mean, they, they, they enjoy that. They take a lot of pride in it. So, so,
0: so it, it um, is important to sprinkle in a little fun, right. In, in the, in terms of just a, you know, turn around, hand off and let it rip. Yeah.
2: Well, I think I think they would tell you it's good to have a little fun mixed in. As long as it works, I'm I'm for it.
0: All right, time to look ahead. Brought to you by Bet Rivers, the official sportsbook partner of the Bears, uh, Raiders, and Chargers under the lights right now. Uh, Raiders off to a good start. Uh, they last went to the Super Bowl. Uh, they were three and zero, and that's where they're at heading into this one. And uh, you got to look at a couple of pass rushers, I guess, out of the gate: Max Crosby and Unique Ngakwe, uh, to start this thing. And Gus Bradley, uh, the new defensive coordinator over there, uh, as a cover three defensive guy and his background. What do you what do you see in the Raiders in their early stages?
2: Well, I think. You know, I, Gus has a reputation for for a style of defense, and it's and it's not just the, the scheme of what they run, but it's also how how they play. And I think I think he, he's deserved that. And so I, even before you turn the tape on, you know, you, you kind of had a pretty good sense of of what you were going to get. I coached with Gus in, in back in Seattle years and years ago. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, the the guys getting the press right now. You know, are those guys up front who are are wreaking havoc a little bit? And as you know, when when the front the the rushmen up front. Uh, cause problems in the offensive backfield, it gets hard to do, to do lots. So I think I mean, you, if you looked at it on paper right now, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't look real pretty because uh, they're not letting people get first downs. You know, they're, they're uh, not letting uh, people get a lot of yards per attempt passing and, and uh, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're uh, pretty stout. So we we'll, we we'll, I think we'll have to find a way to match up better. You know, then, then maybe what we've been doing recently on third down—that'll be that'll be key to staying on the field. We were we were able to stay out of third downs a little, a little bit. That'll help too. But when we get there, I think I think uh, they'll they'll prove to be a pretty stout defense to turn the sticks on. So it's it's going to be a challenge.
0: All right, very good, Bill. Thanks for your time. As always, see you in a couple of weeks. Good luck with your prep this week. Great, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bears offensive coordinator. Bill Laser. That's going to do it for tonight's show. I want to thank our producers Jordan Treadup and Andy Gersher along with Keith Johnson. It'll be the Bears and Raiders from Vegas on Sunday. Our pregame at noon, kickoff at 3:05. Appreciate you listening and you've been listening to News Radio 1059 WBBM. Good night everybody.